Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Pitch Blitz Morning Show. I'm your host, as always, Blaze Tambori. USA men's national team fails on the biggest stage before the World Cup. Portugal and Belgium look wobbly as Ronaldo's tough year continues. Everything you need to know regarding the international friendlies as well as the UEFA Nations League coming up next right before the World Cup. Stay tuned to the Pitch Blitz Morning Show. So we're going to jump right into the UEFA Nations League action. Uh, This past weekend, Hungary found a way to beat Germany 1-0. Italy finds another another reason why they should have been in the World Cup as they beat England 1-0. Spain loses to Switzerland 2-1. Denmark beats France, the reigning champions, 2-0. Netherlands find a way to beat Belgium, 1-0, and Wales lose to Poland. Um, but I think the biggest news of them all is the U.S. men's national team. As we know, anytime the USA is in the World Cup, uh, which should honestly be a, a talking point every single World Cup. But as we know, USA missed it in 2018 after losing to Trinidad and Tobago. After firing their head coach, getting some young talent into the organization, getting new trainers, uh, new fitness schedules, you think this is the time that USA can finally step up and be a contender. That has not been what we've been seeing recently. Um, this past weekend... USA loses to Japan, FIFA ranked 24th, Japan 2-0. USA doesn't manage to find a shot on target the entire game, all 95 minutes. And then on Tuesday, they tie to Saudi Arabia, the 53rd ranked team, 0-0. And just so you know, USA is ranked 14 in the entire world. Big upset um, on the USA side. When you look at this team, you immediately think of 2018 and how USA, you know, they had a terrible performance. Uh, Maybe it was the the lack of team chemistry. Maybe it was the coach. Who knows? But all we know is that USA is in not really the hardest group in the World Cup this year. They have the players. They have the mindset to win. But when you can't find a shot on target against Japan and you lose 2-0... There's some definitely some questions to be asked, and I don't think all of the blame should be put on Greg Berhalter's shoulders. This team is stacked with skill, and whether you think so or not, um, there's no hiding the fact that this team, the players on this team, all play at top clubs. First and foremost, Christian Pulisic at Chelsea. Obviously, one of the biggest names that we know. Josh Sargent, playing for Norwich City. Uh, uh, Weston McKenney, playing for Juventus. Brendan Aronson, playing for Leeds United. Tyler Adams, playing for Leeds United. Gio Reyna, playing for Borussia Dortmund. Matt Turner, playing for Arsenal. Sergino Dest, playing for Barcelona. So, the list goes on of the talent that this team has. And... Whether USA fans believe that that this is the team that is going to bring them the next World Cup, if you watch these past two games, that is the complete opposite. Uh, Gio Reyna looked a little sluggish uh, in the first game, uh, and then in the the game against Saudi Arabia, he was taken off for another injury. Uh, One of the biggest problems with Gio Reyna is his fitness. As we know, his dad, Claudio Reyna, was one of the most physical guys 
to ever see the pitch. And when you look at Gio Reyna, that's kind of just not what you see. Uh, and and that's not a, it's not a bad thing because in Gio Reyna, you see different qualities. Uh, you see a finisher. You see someone who can put the ball in the right spot. You see someone who hustles. You see someone who goes up for 50-50 balls and wins as he's only 5'9 or 5'10. Weston McKinney with Juventus, he's had some struggles staying fit. Uh, he had the ankle injury last year. He just came back. Uh, I believe about a month and a half ago uh, from another ankle injury. Uh, Sergino Dest was sidelined with Barcelona for for quite a bit. Uh, whether it was skill, which is the reason why he was subbed out, or uh, whether it was fitness, uh, that's up to to uh, whatever you want to believe. Um, but he struggled with fitness. Christian Pulisic, as we know, he struggled with fitness both under Frank Lampard and under Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea. Uh, so he has had a very hard time staying fit. Tyler Adams, when he was with RB Leipzig, he had a problem staying fit. Uh, honestly, when I look at this side right now, I think of DeAndre Yedlin and really, I mean, he's young, but Matt Turner. Those are really the only two guys that I look at right now and say, these two guys are the ones who I can guarantee playtime for a full 90 minutes, guaranteed hustle, guaranteed going headfirst into the ball, at every single challenge you get, um, and and that's not what you what you want to see after the final game before the World Cup. And there's things that Greg Berhalter needs to figure out right now, because I promise you, when November twentieth comes and they have a game the next day, I I believe the the first game is against Iran. When they play against Iran, they're going to have the same problems if it's not fixed immediately. And if it's going to have to be through a Zoom call, because that's probably the only way that they can get everyone together, then so be it. All I'm saying is that the standards of USA soccer were absolutely tarnished in 2018. And this is our chance. This is our chance, this World Cup, to show the world that we are not a bunch of fools. That we are not embarrassed by what happened four years ago. That when we go out on that pitch, we can match up against any any side in this entire World Cup. And we will put up a fight and we will score goals. And that's just not what we've seen in the past two games. Failing to get a shot on target against Japan. Letting Saudi Arabia play with your defense. I mean, it was, it's just embarrassing. Allowing Saudi Arabia to have 10 shots on target. If Matt Turner was not in net, this could have easily been a 4-0, 5-0 game. And and that is quite embarrassing. So if something, if if Greg Berhalter, you know, if, if he's not the right man for the job, well then, U.S. Soccer Federation, you guys got a lot of work to do. Because when I look, when I see USA in this group, in the World Cup with England, Iran, and Wales. Iran, we could beat. Wales, we could beat. England, we could put up a fight. England is not a good side right now. England has plenty of talent. They have plenty of star players on their field. But England's problem is whether you want to say that they're just unlucky, whether you want to say that, you know, uh, the World Cup and the Euros are against them, whatever it may be, every single time 
England's national team has touched a pitch, both their fans, pundits, critics, they've all said England has one of the best sides in the world currently. And this year, it's no different. However, when you look at the game against Germany, they scraped out somehow a 3-3 draw. It was 2-0 at one point. And if they didn't get lucky, and if they didn't have penalties given to them, it would have easily been a 3-0 game, as it should have been. Harry Maguire is one of the worst defenders in the world. And I'm not just hopping on the the I hate Harry Maguire band bandwagon. But it's hard to watch a watch a football game of Manchester United against one of the biggest clubs, let's say Arsenal or, or Man City or Liverpool, and he makes an absolute fool out of himself. And then in, when he makes a fool out of himself, he makes a fool out of David De Gea. And so what are fans supposed to believe? That David De Gea is terrible? No. David De Gea is one of the best uh, goalkeepers in the world. So I think USA can, can run rampant on this England defense. And, I mean, Iran really should not be an issue, but I also thought Japan and Saudi Arabia shouldn't have been an issue. And Wales, you know, that's, that's a beatable team. So I, I, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done. When are they going to do it? I have no idea. How are they going to do it? I could not tell you. But that's why I'm not the coach. So Greg Berhalter needs to figure something out, whether it's the uh, the formation that he needs to change, whether he needs to stick with the... the I mean, he played a 4-3-3 against Saudi Arabia. Um, but... You know, whether he needs to figure out maybe we need five in the back, two in the midfield, three up top, or vice versa, five in the back, two in the midfield, three up top, or three in the midfield, two up top. So there's there's a lot of questions to be asked, and a lot of Americans want the answers now because Americans don't want to go into this World Cup with the with the pride that USA has always had heading into the World Cup and then just be absolutely embarrassed when we lose to Iran, when we lose to Wales. And then if we somehow make it to the round of 16, that is when we need to step up. And there needs to be a player on the field at all times that has the ability, that veteran in him, to get the youth on his back, to have them all understand that He's our guy. We're going to follow him. And they don't have that. You know, when you think about this this team right now with, with uh, uh, World Cup experience, there's only one player on this entire team with World Cup experience. And that's DeAndre Yedlin. So whether Greg Berhalter wants to call up Tim Ream from Fulham whether he wants to call up John Brooks. I mean, those are the guys that have experience. Those are the guys that, you know, anytime they were on the pitch, they took the younger guys by the shoulders and said, stop doing this and do this instead. Coach isn't telling you to do it, so now I am. But when you have nothing against Walker Zimmerman and and, and Aaron Long, those two guys are are young in experience. Both of them really only have experience in the MLS. And you're facing much, much, much 
more competitive and fierce and stronger opponents in the World Cup than you are facing in the MLS. So if I'm Greg Berhalter, what I'm going to do, bring that veteran status back. Keep this young talent that you have. Keep Weston McKenney, Pulisic, Pepe, Adams, Reyna, Acosta, Zimmerman, Dest, Turner. Once Anthony Robinson gets fit, put him in there. Jordan Morris, Josh Sargent, Luca De La Torre, Aronson. You know, once, once they start to realize that this young team is the future, sometimes they get a little complacent. Sometimes they get a little cocky. And last year, that's exactly what we saw. <sighs> so that's, I'm done with my rant on USA. Uh, I just, I, I, I'm very passionate about this club, um, or I'm sorry, this, this team. Uh, but I think a lot needs to change. And I'm not putting it all on one person. I think Greg Berhalter up to this point has done a good job. That's it, just a good job. Um, his record as as coach of the U.S. national team is 39-10-10. and 10. Uh, Not terrible. Uh, his, his points per game is 2.2. So when you look at the, the coaches in the past for USA, you know, you think to yourself, all right, maybe, maybe this this will be a step in the right direction. Maybe we could actually hold our own against the, the biggest clubs in the world. That's what you would hope. 